Hello everyone, it's Kira here, welcoming you to Such A Mommy Podcast. Today is Thursday, which means we are back with another episode from our Mommy's Making Moves segment. Today we will be talking to Honey, who is a wife, a mom of four, and an owner of two childcare centers, and she's also one of my closest friends. Hey Honey, thanks for joining us, how are you? Hey girl, I'm good, how you doing? I'm okay. I hope them babies ain't over there driving you crazy. When aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I um you know that we posted Instagram, we posted your bio on Instagram and then we had people drop questions that they wanted to know about um, you know, opening childcare or putting their child in a daycare center or um juggling mom life and everything. So I t- um, we have 10 questions that I put from Instagram that everybody is dying to know. So we're just going to get right into it. So number one is what made you get into child care? Okay, so I always just love kids. As a kid, I used to play teacher and I used to always be um, having my business stuff. So when um, I graduated from high school, I went to school for early childhood education, and I got my degree. And then um, after I um, graduated, I wasn't sure as to what I wanted to do with my degree, like if I wanted to go into the school districts or um, or go back into daycare. Like, I wasn't sure, but I knew that I didn't want to have a boss. So that's how I started with the daycares. All righty, and then number two is, I know you are a home provider. I know you were a home provider before you opened the center. So can you walk us through your journey of transitioning from home to center? Okay, so um, I had the home daycare for three years. Um, I got full and I just was tired of all the traffic in and out of my home. So I needed more um, space. So, um, I just eventually just started looking for buildings, and um, after looking, I think I was probably looking maybe for like six months or so, and then I finally found the building, so that that was basically what made me change because I needed space, and it was just too much traffic, and you just really don't want a lot of different strangers in and out of your home. Right, and you want to be able to separate home from work so it's just like right I know like if you work at home and then you home at home it's like dang when do I ever go outside for real like exactly like I'm in the house every day right and then it's like you want to go home from work instead of just going upstairs or right right yeah okay so number three do you think home daycares are better than big centers um not necessarily I feel it's all up to the um, provider as far as the teacher because you can have a, a, a awesome daycare teacher and then you can have a home provider that is crappy and all she does is sit there and basically babysit your kid and she's not teaching them anything. So I feel like it all depends on the, the provider slash teacher. Yeah, I agree. And then I think that um, it depends on too if they have like those um you know like if they have a step up to quality and things that monitor them just so somebody is making sure that they are they doing the stuff that they need to be doing right and also i feel like um 
one advantage for the home center is that you um it's not as many kids so you that your kid won't probably get as you know as sick as he would at a center because not as many of the kids to be around that could get them sick but other than that i don't think it's a big difference yeah it's a lot of pros and cons um, so we, cause we're going to be stuck on number three all day and we just keep on talking. Right. <laughs> so I'm just going to move on. Those are the most important. I feel like what well, the biggest ones I should say. Yeah. Because, okay, before we move on, I'm going to just say this last thing. So I, <laughs> I do feel like too, if you choose a, um, a home provider over a center, I feel like your child can get like more of a, a better relationship, I guess, with that, um, with that provider than, with a center just because it's more kids like they will have a more intimate relationship with the mm-hmm. um with the home provider but then at the same time you do want to have them go to a center because then you have more kids that are the same age as them right First, right and they need to get them social skills yeah. popping off. yeah right okay okay you know i'm just about to move on okay Um, how do you go about starting the center Um, someone said I have all of the qualifications I just don't know where to start okay so if you if you have everything that you need the first thing you will need to make sure you have funds so if you if you're saving loans however you're going to get your funds you need to um, do that then the first thing would be is to find a building. You have to find a building before you would even go online and get the application. But once you find the building, you will go to um, jfs.gov and you will get the um, application for starting a daycare center. And the application has um, step-by-step as to what to do after that. Okay, and then th- these are um, the rules for Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is, what area do you think, like, when you're looking for a building, what do you look for? Because I know, like, we talked about before, like, um, my area, like, Euclid, is, like, flooded with daycares on every corner. So do you think that we should kind of, like, steer away from areas that have a lot of daycares already? Or do you think we should just go ahead if we feel like we can set apart, you know, ours from the other ones? See, that's a really good question because um, when I was starting um, this daycare, uh, everyone was telling me that daycare wasn't needed in that area. It was a lot of daycares and and I wasn't going to be successful, but I feel like they were wrong only because like my daycare is full. It only took me like five months to get my daycare full from opening and I don't even know anything about that side of town. I don't know anybody and I was completely full. So I feel like it's just how you are as a provider like what are you going to bring to the community you know um, what are you going to have more than something that another daycare doesn't have so I wouldn't say like be so worried about other daycares because there's so many kids so it's never going to be enough daycares (laughs) okay so um how fast did you get everything together to open your center um so I found the building in July and then um, I was open in the end of November. So not long, just a couple of months. Okay. And then do you think that everything, does it like depend on you or like, I know a lot of us, like we'll, you know, take a longer time than others to do stuff. Now, if I was to like turn all of my stuff in and I have everything, do you think that it'll take me longer 
because the county or you know the people who pay us kind of like move a little bit slower do you think it depends on like the no you got to be on them you can't just sit and wait so i feel like it could be both ways so i feel like you got to be on top and you got to be on top of your stuff which will be making sure that they're on top of theirs because they're not in a rush to help you so right okay okay that makes sense Okay, uh, are you, no, we already know that you are in the roller right now because you are super full. Yes, full book. Yes, I have a waiting list, thank God. <laughs> so, um, the next question is, what documents are needed to be completed by parents? Okay, so, you you know, you guys have to have an enrollment form. Um, you have to have a medical, and then, um, if the center has any stars you have to fill out a um, step of the quality form and that basically just explains your child to the teacher um depending on if the child has any allergies or anything then you'll have like additional forms um and then it's um it's also a form like if you want your child to have for an example some a and d ointment on them every day at changing it's like a um medical form that the teachers have to sign and put what time they put it on but other than that it's not a lot of paperwork for the most part and I do have a handbook as well so um when someone calls and wants to get enrolled um I set up a time and a date and we have an orientation at the orientation we go over the handbook helpful because um you know Later on the road, the parent might be like, well, I didn't know it was late feet up. We went over, we went over the handbook, and you signed, and you're not asking, right. did you have any questions? And you said no. So if you you got to, you really have to, you know, make sure they understand everything in the handbook because that handbook will help you. Right, you gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you signed right here, right? And Seriously. I asked you, did you have any questions? <laughs> right. Okay, so um, we have, is your center education-based? Yes, it is. Um, I got my first star in June. I'm working on my third star now. Uh, we have the um, creative learning curriculum. I love that curriculum. Uh, my preschool teacher is excellent. He does so excellent. Um, he's getting all of our preschoolers ready for kindergarten. Um our toddlers, they chime in as well, so they are learning the same thing that the preschoolers are learning, so they're smart. So, yes, um, I do have a um, curriculum, and we do follow it every day. Okay, great. What are the normal sanitation requirements for children using the potty? Are toilets clean between each child? I mean, it's not required to do it but um I stopped we just have those quick Lysol wipes so we let a kid um you know go to the restaurant we wipe it real fast let it dry put the next kid on there because you really can't use the bleach while the kids are right there um it's too many you know too much chemicals going on but yeah so we just use the Lysol wipes after um they use the restroom I was about to say, I know you. I know you doing some type of <laughs> between. I already know. Yeah, yes. Cough around you. You like, uh-uh. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yes, because I just, I, I start itching and stuff. I can't handle it. <laughs> okay, um, my favorite question. How do you juggle being a mom, a wife, a businesswoman, and time for yourself? The odds. 
cannot even explain that because I'm still trying to figure it out. But I do have a planner and I do um like set time for myself. I try to do it at night. Like I'll make sure that the kids are down at least by nine so that I could at least go in the living room, sit out and watch TV by myself, just at least have an hour, 30 minutes to myself. Um, it is hard, but it's, it's what I got to do. And I basically have to write down my whole day for me to remember to do things. But exactly. I'm still learning how to do it now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that too with my planner. Like, if I don't know where it's at, my whole day is just in shambles. Like, I don't know what to do next. Like, yes, it is. And I need a big one because I can't see hardly. So <laughs> I got the real big one that goes on my desk so I can see it. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, how do you find employees that are hardworking? What's your process? It's so super hard. Like, I don't care how many how many interviews and how long you interview them, you still can never sell. A true person together until they're working there. Because I done thought so many times that I found the one, and they be smiling, and they give me a good vibe, and they love kids, and they dependable. Mm-mm. get them like two weeks in and they late and they don't know how to be with kids and, I, and I'm not having nobody that really don't enjoy it because you cannot work in a daycare center when you really don't like kids it's not a babysitting job so I tell them all the time so it's it's really nothing that I could say to process to it I mean I do give them a 90 day um trial um well, I just started that because I noticed that, like, if I just hire them, it should, they be gone before 90 days <laughs> anyway. So I've been doing, like, a 90-day trial, but I do have um, now three staffs that I really, really love and that I know that I really enjoy working with children. They are loyal and dependable. So I'm blessed for that right now. Right, because you will be stressed out. And then, like, even just being a business owner, like, if somebody don't show up, then, boom, you got to step in. Right time, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be more on you if you don't find the right person. So you gotta like be able to find people that this what they really want to do. They want to grow. They love childcare. Like you gotta get into somebody's background. Like how many kids you got? Do you like right, right? And they be swearing up and down. I love children. I always wanted to do this. That's the favorite line. I always wanted (laughs) to do this. Until you actually do it, and they're like, okay, yeah, yes. Yes. they think it's so easy, but it's not because, like, okay, even if you have kids, but you're not watching multiple kids, like, you have to, you cannot have your back, so you have to watch all of the kids, like, literally. So it's a lot, but it's just an enjoyable job. Yes, I love it. So that's all of our questions. Thank you so much for um, tuning in or answering our questions. And I just want you to know that I'm super duper proud of everything that you have accomplished so far. Thanks, girl. And I will talk to you later. Okay, bye, guys. And that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you learned some things. And I also hope all of your questions were answered. If you have additional questions for Honey, you can head on over to her Instagram at HoneyBusyBees and drop any questions you want in her DM. And she'll answer as soon as she can. That's H-O-N-E-Y-B-U-S-Y-B-E-E-S. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can follow me on Instagram at such a mommy. That's underscore S U 
T-H-A-M-O-M-M-Y. And don't forget to leave comments down below of this podcast to let me know how you like it. Also, leave comments and likes on my Instagram as well.